The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. Hello, thanks for joining us. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom, and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton, and you found us on the business channel of voiceamerica.com. If I was to ask you about branding for myself, Reclaim Your Freedom or Voice America, I wonder what you'd say. I wonder if your answers would fit with what we term brand awareness or brand recall. And I wonder if you know the difference, because today's program is all about branding for small and medium business. We're talking with marketing dynamo, Holly Martin, founder of Just Holly, who is going to enlighten us on the difference between brand awareness and brand recall and why branding is critical to your business and, of course, how to do it. Welcome, Holly. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Shirley. I'm thrilled to be here. Holly, I'm really excited because this is a really interesting topic. You know, a lot of people talk about branding, but uh, as we get into it today, we'll find that branding is a little different to marketing and advertising and PR. And um, just so our listeners know, you're very well qualified and experienced to share these secrets. You have a master's degree in marketing with merit and a Bachelor of Communication, Public Relations and Journalism. You've worked in a range of business sectors and industries and consulted widely to small and medium businesses. You currently sit on the board of Connectability Australia, where you provide expertise for their marketing, brand awareness and communication strategies, and you've just completed a seven-year stint as a board member of the Hunter Breast Cancer Foundation. Passionate about ensuring business owners understand and make the most of their marketing strategies and budget, you not only work one-on-one with small businesses, but you've also developed your own short online workshops for business owners. And today we're going to take a deep dive and look at business branding, what it is, why it's critical and how to do it. So Holly, what got you interested in marketing in the first place and working with small and medium business owners in particular? Oh, look, it was one of those things that as I was, you know, we'll go right back and as I was nearing uh, the the end of high school, it's that scary thought of, you know, what is it that I'm going to do with my life? What do I like doing? What can I see myself doing every day? And I really started out thinking I wanted to be a journalist. So um, when I looked at my Bachelor of Communication degree, uh, that's what I was going to major in. Mm-hmm. And then I realised that I needed some other subjects, so I thought, okay, well, what about public relations? That sounds really fantastic as well. And then through that process, through undertaking that degree, through doing a lot of work experience, 
I really realise that the best of both worlds is marketing because you get to do a lot of writing, so that's the journalist side of things, and, and PR really does form a part of marketing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was kind of the educational starting point and um, it's actually quite competitive in, in that space, so I panicked. This probably gives a bit of insight into my psyche, but I panicked after my first year of my degree and thought, I'm never going to get a job, what am I going to do? And, and so I went out and, and I got some, some work experience and, uh, you know, I did work experience for two years for free, but I really believe that that's what got me my first job, mm-hmm. uh, which was actually in, in aged care, uh, probably not somewhere that I saw myself, but um, it really showed that those skills are, are transferable. So from there I had a, a number of in-house roles, but that's what really made me realise that I wanted to consult to small and, and medium business owners because I really loved the idea of the variety that would come with the work and that has definitely proven true. <laughs> and there's also the passion of the small business owners. You would have come across this time and time again. You know, you can't be in small business unless you're passionate about it because it's hard work. It's a big slog. Um, uh, but they also tend to feel really overwhelmed with marketing. Yes. Um, there's so much to look at and think about. So that feeling of overwhelm is something that I come across time and time again. And I, and I agree with you. And in my work with the small business owners, there are so many moving parts. You know, I, I work with them on their people and their processes um, but I don't look at their marketing and I don't look at their finance and their sales. And so it's really good to have people like yourself that that specialise in the marketing. You know about public relations, you know about the journalism, and I guess that that journalistic part of you is, is if it's like me, you're curious. And so while you mm. might be doing the same process, you get to meet so many people and we actually get to learn as we work. Yeah, I think that that's what's really fantastic is is every time I have a new client come on board, I learn something new as well because mm-hmm. I obviously have to learn a lot about not only their business but their industry and so it's just a continuous learning process from that perspective but those skills really are transferable to almost any industry. You just have to fit. You, you have to know all the moving parts of marketing to understand what will work and what won't work for those businesses then. Yes, yes. Okay, well, look, we often hear about how important it is to market our businesses or products and services. And I don't know about you, but I've found a lot of business owners can get confused between public relations or PR, advertising and marketing and branding and, of course, personal branding. So how would you define the differences? Yeah, look, that really is often just the tip of the iceberg. And from my perspective, because in this space it really can be quite subjective, marketing really becomes the umbrella term for all of those things that you mentioned and more. So I guess the thing that I talk about with small business owners and their team is that they have to have an integrated and strategic approach to their marketing and they need to leverage everything because if they do things uh, you know, like piecemeal, they're not going to reap the benefits of what they're doing. Um, and so that's what I see a lot of the times is this reactive approach to anything in that whole sphere of um, marketing. Something comes across their desk and they grab it and think, yes, we'll do that, but they're never going to do it at a you know that 100% level because it's not part of that integrated approach. 
So if we were to look at, I think you mentioned, um, you know, branding, that's really about creating a series of touch points with your target audience to have positive experiences with your, with your brand. And um, people often confuse their logo as their brand. Mm-hmm. And look, their logo is really just the anchor of their brand. It's the image by which people will recall their values. Uh, their brand promise, their tagline, their customer service, you know, all those things, all those touch points that they're having with their target audience, their prospects, their customers or clients, all those things encompass their brand. Whereas, um, so um, you've got advertising, I've got this great quote that I love, which is, advertising is saying you're good and PR is getting someone else to say you're good. Oh, I love that. Advertising is saying you're good and PR is having someone else say it. Oh, love it. Yeah, and I think that that's a really great overview of it um, because advertising is paid. You choose the placement, the content, the layout, the design, um, the timing. You have the control, um, but you pay for it. And then whilst it's great for big businesses for their brand awareness, um, you know, with their big budgets, it just really might be out of reach for small and medium businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, That said, social media advertising and and remarketing, really those constant changes in technology have made online advertising a lot more accessible and effective for small businesses. Uh, But it still does, um, that budget side of things can, can quite often make it a bit difficult for small businesses. Um, then the PR, so I guess that that's free in a sense, mm-hmm. but you can't control the finished product. So the exact timing, the content, the tone, the placement, you know, you put out your press release that you painstakingly put together, um, but then it's up to the journalist as to whether or not, you know, I've had times where my press release has gone in word for word and that's great for my uh my clients, <laughs> but quite often they will take that content and, and shape their own story and that story may not be what you had intended to be out there. But when it does work, when PR does work, it is often more successful than advertising because I guess it seems it seems more organic and more trustworthy than, than advertising. Yes, because it's news, isn't it? It's it's seen as, yeah. as being reported on as, as opposed to, as you say, the advertising. And with your experience in journalism, I'm sure then that you're able to word things in a way that actually helps the journalist. And I just want to make two points there. Um, that the in PR the journalists are actually looking for stories so we want to encourage our listeners Always. that yeah that it is an integral part of their strategy and that's the other thing that I want to reiterate there is that you're working with people and looking at the whole strategy being integrated and can remember a um, <clears throat> excuse me a mentor of mine John Asaraf said to me one day he said Cheryl if you do ad hoc marketing, you'll get ad hoc results. And it was like, ooh, <laughs> but it was yep, true. I really like that. <laughs> and it is because um, even if you know, a lot of small businesses might, uh, you know, do sponsorship or something, and that's fantastic, but they just give the money. And I say to them, all right, did you promote it yourself? Did you let your, your customers and your clients know you're doing it? Did you get signage at the site where the sponsorship's happening? Did you organise to have merchandise? You know, it's this whole range of things to go alongside with that one action. And really, if you don't do all those other things, you're not leveraging it and you're essentially throwing your money away. You're not going to get the same sort of results than if you had an integrated approach. 
And I think that's a really important point because often we will get asked to sponsor the local football team or somebody's son or daughter plays and people go, oh, yeah, okay, and particularly in small business, yeah, all right, let's put a sign up. But what you're saying is that there's much more to it. There's a lot of questions. So, um, you know, for our listeners there, if you're thinking about that or you've been approached, then what Holly just said was to ask yourself all of these other questions and um, and I didn't catch them all because there were so many of them. So could you just say <laughs> <laughs> three questions that they might ask themselves again? Yeah, so it's, you know, definitely say yes to these things because I think you should be part of the community that you, you work within, um, but consider what you could do to leverage it. So talk about it on your own, you know, this is probably going to be a different list, talk about it on your own social media outlets, put a blog post on your website, maybe send out a press release to the local media um, saying that you've done it, uh, perhaps ask the, the organisation you're sponsoring if you can send something out to their database, get signage. You know, the list is almost endless um, as to what you can do. And because you're giving them money, they will go out of their way to say yes to you. So it's really about you being proactive because quite often those organisations, if you're sponsoring them, um, they don't have the resourcing to be proactive for you. You have to do it. Mm -hmm. Yes, okay. That's another really good point there is that you need to be proactive. And I think sometimes when we pay our money over, we think, oh, that's it done. You know, I've, I've made my contribution and now uh, here come the the, um, the customers. And, you know, just a, a personal story of ours, years and years ago, we decided we were in business and we thought we were so hot. You know, we were business people <laughs> and our marketing <laughs> consisted of, uh, about 500 letterhead and, you know, letters with our um, logo and that on it and some business cards. Oh, my God, I'm embarrassed to say <laughs> that was it. <laughs> We've all been there at the start, uh, but, you know, it's about where you go from there, isn't it? Yes, yeah. So today we particularly want to focus on branding uh, as a, a small business owner. So we're going to take a short break and when we come back, we're going to dive into that and Holly is going to explain to us what it means for personal branding and branding of your business. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. 
Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to reclaim your freedom with shirley dalton if you have a question or a comment about the program please send an email to questions at dalton business systems.com again that's questions at dalton business systems.com now back to reclaim your freedom and we're back and we've been talking with marketing dynamo holly martin and you're listening to reclaim your freedom i'm your host shirley dalton So we're talking about marketing today for small business and we're talking particularly about branding. So Holly, what tips do you have for us to be able to brand ourselves? Uh, I kind of wanted to take a different uh, approach or slant on this uh, and talk about personal branding because I really feel that small business owners in particular, but really any business person, really need to be aware of the power of of their personal branding and its importance as part of their marketing strategy. So um, people can do a fantastic job putting together their marketing strategy from a corporate perspective, but they need to understand how, how they fit into that and how the key people within their business fit into that as well. And so along those lines, I tend to have probably five main things, main tips that I talk to business owners about. And the first one would be to, you know, assess your touch points. So this would be considering what are the touch points that make up your personal brand. And this can be a bit confronting to some people because they haven't thought of themselves as a brand. And particularly in the Australian market, that feeling of, oh, well, I'm not a brand, you know, it doesn't matter what I do, but it really does. And so those touch points are both in person and online can, and can you I really just, need to be aware of them. Can I just clarify for our audience there what you mean by a touch point? Yeah, so, you know, if it's an in-person touch point, it's if you meet someone, so how you speak to them, your tone, your delivery, the speed, um, whether or not you're professional in you know, and, and how you speak or casual, how you present yourself, um, even to the point, and, and I do talk to people about this a lot, is about whether or not you speak positively or negatively. Um, the amount of, I go to a, a lot of networking events and the amount of times I speak to somebody, I say, how are you going? And they go, oh, overwhelmed or tired or, you know, everything's too hard. And those conversations, I just walk away and I think, oh, well, they're really negative and, and it just leaves that bad taste in my mouth and so it's important for people to realise that's actually all part of your personal personal branding and, and you need to be aware that those touch points that you have with people are all speaking volumes to what your uh, organisation stands for, whether or not you're the business owner or, or a, a member of that team um, and it all goes a long way to forming what people think of you and of your business. And then, of course, you know, we didn't have to worry about this a decade ago as much, which is your online presence and the touch points that you have in the online space. Mm -hmm. So that would be 
social media, obviously, so Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever it is that you're doing, you know, that list is seemingly endless, but you need to ensure that you have control of all those social media outlet, outlets and that you cultivate the right image. And when I say right image, I don't mean necessarily a false image, but you need to be considering it and what it is that you're saying and you're putting out there um, so that people don't associate you with the wrong kind of thought process as associated with your brand. And even in terms of Facebook, it was originally supposed to be, um, you know, the personal side of things and friends and family. But I don't know about you, but a lot of my business colleagues are now linked with me on, on Facebook. So it's not that I was ever putting anything unsavory on those pages, but I did just become a lot more aware of what I was putting out there because, um, you know, that they're all touch points for people to interact with me and, and my brand. Yeah. And you'd be the same, Shirley. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, as you say, you, you've got to be really mindful of it because one of the things for me is language on the Facebook. And I got a message one time from a, a chap that I'd gone out with 20-odd years ago and he'd found me on Facebook and sent me a message and I thought, oh, that's nice, he was in a different state. And I looked up on his and I thought, oh, my goodness, you know, there was the <laughs> F-bomb and there was all this language and complaining yeah. about the government and I just went, oop, delete. <laughs> but it does and, and it forms that, you know, you'd had a purely, say, professional relationship with him and you were given this insight and it, it didn't gel with what you'd thought about him. And, and so that's what people need to realise is that they need to, and again, this is not about putting anything false out there. You need to be yourself, but you also need to be aware of, of how what you do is interpreted by others. I think that's the important thing to remember. Yes, yes. And even little things, I think, like uh, for me, wearing makeup. Um, yeah, and uh, these days I'm putting some videos on the Facebook now without the makeup, which is, you know, purely uh, here, here I am. But if it's an important <laughs> event, then I'm, I'm going with makeup. It's almost like my uniform. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because that's, you know, congruent with who you are and, and who you're putting out there and it, um, it forms part of your personal brand, how you want to be perceived and I think that that's important. And I guess that that leads into, um, you know, my next point, which is about being memorable. Mm -hmm. And so when I say that, you definitely want to be memorable but in a positive way. Uh, you don't want people walking away with the negative thoughts in their mind. Um, but you need to consider, again, it's those touch points um, what is it that's going to make you you memorable? So, you know, for me, the name of my organisation is Just Holly. So that actually really helps when I'm meeting people for the first time for them to remember not only my first name but my business name. Mm -hmm. um, so that's helpful. Uh, like if you have a quirky name yourself, that helps. Or, um, you know, if you have a quirky look, that could do it. But maybe it needs to be your elevator pitch. Um, and, and I hope that all everyone listening has their elevator pitch sorted, which is, you know, what you, you how you explain yourself and, and your business when you meet somebody new. And I talk about it in terms of um, having your foot first level, first floor response and your penthouse response. So, you know, when somebody asks you what you do and you give them that quick, say, 20 to 30 second response and then if they ask more questions, you've got the one that takes a little bit longer. Um, but, you know, with that elevator pitch, you can work something into that, that that's mem memorable or, or maybe it's the design or shape of your business card or perhaps it's that you send a follow-up email to anyone new you meet in the line of business or 
maybe it's that you're a, a good corporate colleague and you refer people. So, you know, if you refer without expecting anything in, in return, it can go a long way to building that right type of personal brand that you're looking for. But, you know, whatever it is, you have to make sure it aligns with, with you and your personal brand and, and fits the brand of your business. I think that's really important that all these things need to align. And you're making some really fantastic points there, Holly, because I'm wondering how many of our listeners uh, have actually thought about it in these terms. You know, it, it really is strategic, isn't it, when you think about it, well, what's my brand? How do I want to be seen out there? What are my touch points? What's my elevator pitch being memorable? Yeah, there's a lot to think about. Yeah, and that side of being memorable, that's actually, that's just you formulating in your head how you're going to go, how you're going to go about it because um, my next tip or point is about building a business network and, and so part of that is also going to networking events which for some people they just, um, they just have this fear about it I guess and Look, if you're going to be building your personal brand, at the end of the day, you have to be networking in some way, shape or form. Um, and whether or not that is in person or whether or not you network in, say, business Facebook groups, whatever it is, you have to do it. And look, people say that they're, they're scared or they're nervous or they don't have time. But if you want to be a small business owner or if you want to be a senior member of a team, you have to learn to make the time and you have to learn to find a way to become more comfortable with it um, because it is so important to, you know, building your personal brand and therefore the brand of your business. And through all this you can, you know, cultivate a tribe of like-minded people who you can catch up with as well and, and all these things help, help build the business as well. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think, again, that's another really important point. I know when I first started my business, I had to learn to do that. And I went to a business chamber meeting and I was determined to meet the ladies that, that ran the meeting. And, oh, gosh, I hung around right until about 15 minutes before the event closed and my feet were aching and, uh, <laughs> and um, anyway, got to finally meet them. We, we, you wouldn't know about it. The very next day, somebody rang up asking for the, the systems work and they were able to say, oh, yeah, isn't that that new lady? And, you know, I think yeah, it is so important. It is, and, and funnily enough, it leads into my next point, which is about tooting your own horn because, um, again, particularly in Australia, that tall poppy concept makes us hard, but it's really important to, to toot your own horn, but in a nice way, obviously. So this is about when, you know, you're meeting people, if it works, tell them about your achievements. Again, make it natural, don't be false about it. Uh, but you could send press releases about your achievements, either personal or organisation, and, and be the spokesperson in that press release. You can write uh, expert articles on your own blog or on other people's blogs. Put your name forward for awards, because if you wait for somebody else to do it, it might never happen. Um, say yes to podcasts and interview opportunities like this. You know, take that opportunity to, to share your expertise and skill set, which is another way of tooting your own horn. Love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess to finish, my last point is about being authentic. So in all those things I talked about, you need to respect your audience, but you still have to be um, authentic. So, for example, I do videos for my blogs and for my workshops, and when I watch them back, I always cringe at how I pronounce words or my laugh. But at the end of the day, if I spoke each word perfectly, I wouldn't sound like me, and I'd be uncomfortable, and I wouldn't be living my own personal brand. So... 
where I find that line is to avoid, say, swearing or cursing on videos. I don't swear like a sailor, but I do tend to let a few words slip sometimes. But out of courtesy to my audience, I don't do it on my videos. And I think that that's important, is to be authentic to yourself, but to respect your audience. And I think that that's sometimes what people forget. They think that being authentic just gets means doing whatever they want, um, but that's not what it means. It means to find that you know that balance between respecting others and being true to yourself. Yes, yeah, exactly, because otherwise if you come across um, in a different way to what you are, you'll get found out. People will find out that you're a phony, a fake or a fraud, so it's just easier to be yourself. <laughs> it is. It's too hard to keep that up. <laughs> okay. So, so if if I've gotten these right, then the the five points and correct me if I haven't. The first one was to assess your touch points. So, uh, looking at at what makes up your personal brand. The second one was finding a way to be memorable, and that's in a positive way, <laughs> not negative. <laughs> Third one is to build your business network and so if you're in small business you really do need to be getting out there and getting known and while you're at it the next point was to toot your own horn to you know yep. let people know of your achievements and then the last point was to be authentic to uh, you know have yeah. have your brand but to show up as who you are yeah Okay, well, we're going to take a short break there. I want audience, while you're ta while we're taking a short break, think about those five points and start to assess yourself because we're talking about personal branding, not necessarily the branding for the business. We'll be right back with you. We'll see you shortly. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You 
You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Well, we're back. Wow, what a packed segment that was. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm your host, Shirley Dalton, and we're talking with Holly Martin from Just Holly, and she is a marketing dynamo. So we had five points there on personal branding, and we've also looked at the difference between PR, advertising, and marketing, and we've had some great tips about branding ourselves and our businesses. So, Holly, what are some of the benefits that we could enjoy if we do act on your advice and implement your tips for our personal branding? I guess the the big thing is that um, people like to do business with people that are authentic and true to their word. And so, you know, that was the last thing I mentioned in the tips was about being, being authentic. And if you cultivate an effective personal branding strategy, which ties in with your corporate marketing and strategy and, and the underlying brand strategy, you'll be attracting the right clients. And this might seem like a strange thing to say because isn't any client the right client? <laughs> but it's, it, it's not. And it's something that I've learned the hard way that not all clients are your ideal client. Um, for me, this is particularly true in, you know, in the professional services and service-based industries. Um, because you need to ensure that your, your clients appreciate your approach, your values, your beliefs, and all of those things should be communicated in your branding. Because if you don't, it's always going to be an uphill battle for them to appreciate the, the service that you're delivering. Because if you have the wrong clients, you're going to have to work twice as hard, probably half the, the appreciation, which is not a recipe for success. So it really comes back to that idea that not everyone is going to be right for you, and that's okay because you don't need to have every personal business in the world being your client or, or your customer, and you need to be aware of that. Um, and that ties back into having your, your marketing planning, having a strategic approach, because as part of that, when you put together a plan, you're going to be looking at who your target audience is, so who your perfect customer or client is, and that's who you're going to be to be going for. So having your personal branding strategy as part of that means that you will naturally um, have those types of perfect you know, customers um, in your sphere uh, because of the things that you're putting out rather than just, you know, mass marketing for small business is never going to work. It's too broad um, and you're not going to be speaking directly to people. So this is just one of those elements that you do as, as part of your wider marketing strategy. I can remember when I first started, for some reason, uh, I don't know what was happening in my marketing, but I was attracting what I call the naughty boys. And <laughs> and during our coaching sessions, it, it wasn't enjoyable for me because all I seemed to do was to headbutt with these guys, you know, and we'd, we'd end up not in fisticuffs, but, you know, fighting. They'd be arguing with me about what I was uh, attempting to teach them, you know, particularly in the personal awareness uh, sector and one day I decided you know what this is no fun I'm not going to go for this anymore and um, I made a been an uphill battle the whole time you would have been working extra hard for essentially the same amount of money yes. achieving less results through no fault of your own 
<laughs> yes, and and so what you're saying is, you know, I'm really, I, I'm sitting here nodding my head going, yes, 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 because when I decided that I wanted to attract a different type of person, a responsible person, you know, a family man who was eager to learn, then that's what happened. You know, we started marketing towards that, but we were very clear about that. And as you say, then you get the benefits. It was a lot easier and a lot more enjoyable. <laughs> Yeah, and it allows you to do your best work and for them to achieve their best outcomes. And those naughty boys that you talked about, they could go and find somebody else to work with that that gelled with them better and, and it would be a better outcome for them as well. And look, I've been there too, you know, particularly when you start your business, you just, you need the money coming in, you need the income, you need the experience and you just say yes to everybody. But you have to... Um, you know, the first step really is to cultivate your, your branding image and your own personal branding so that you do attract the right people and, and if the wrong people, in quotation marks, come along, you need to be aware that um, they may not fit and you need to figure out a way to direct them elsewhere perhaps, <laughs> which again, that feels like a scary thing to do and it's funny for a marketer to say to turn away a, a customer or a client um, and I'm not saying do it all the time, but you need to be aware of how that all, all fits in. And, and the other thing is too that um, you don't want people having a bad experience with your brand um, because then they will go away and they will talk about that. So there are reasons <laughs> to think about this <laughs> as part of your marketing uh, because if people are uh, appeased about you, they will they will talk about you a lot more. You know, it's that saying that they'll tell 10 people about a bad experience or whatever the number is and only a few about a good experience. So these are all things to, to be aware of when you're looking at your approach and, and, and it's really why um, corporate branding and personal branding is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what obstacles might get in our way or stop us from implementing these tips? Uh, I guess I guess there's a couple and probably the first one would be ignorance. So it, it's not realising the benefits of, of that strategic marketing approach and, and not understanding the benefits of personal branding, which hopefully anybody who's listening today has, has now got a better idea. But it is. You don't know what you don't know. So you have to find a way to educate yourself about marketing. Um, when you're in small business, uh, you and all your team members wear a lot of hats. I think we can all agree with that. So um, you need to find a way. If you're the business owner, you have to have an understanding of everything. So you've got to wear you know, your HR hat, your finance hat, your marketing hat. And this isn't to say that you do all those things because I'm a, a big fan of outsourcing what you're not good at. But you have to understand what it is that you're outsourcing and what you should be getting from that, um, what your outcome should be so that you can ask knowledgeable questions. I think that that's a really important thing. So whilst um, you, know, you might not do it yourself, you might get a, a team member to do it or you might outsource it, you have to understand the importance of it and why you're going to do it. So really making sure that you don't have that ignorance and that that's always a big obstacle. Um, and I guess another obstacle is probably fear, but that's more in the personal branding space because you tend to be putting yourself out there a bit more <laughs> if you're engaging in a concerted personal branding approach. And, um, you know, putting yourself out there can be a bit scary. I was, um, I was reading a comment on, on Facebook, I think, last night, and I thought it was really great. This, 
businesswoman puts out videos of herself and somebody had made a comment of, you know, your voice is annoying. <laughs> and she just responded to them and said, well, then why are you following my page? <laughs> you don't need to follow my page. That's a choice you've made. Um, so how about you go away and follow pages of people you like? And, and I thought, good on her. She's strong enough to come back to that <laughs> from that. But a lot of people you know, that is, you know, that's not a nice way to feel. And if you are doing some personal branding, you're putting yourself out there. So that's whether or not you're going to networking events um, or whether or not you're doing you know, blog articles or, you know, a podcast like this. So you have to, you have to find a way to stop that fear. And look, I guess another obstacle would be time because just like many small business owners and staff, it feels easy to just address things as they come up. Um, you know, before I was talking about having that reactive marketing. But the fact of the matter is you're never going to leverage your marketing efforts and your personal branding efforts if you do that. If, if you let time be a big obstacle, you've, you've got to find the time. You've got to find a way to find the time. Okay. So do you have some tips then for overcoming, like, the ignorance, the fear and the time? Yeah, yeah. Um, so with the, the ignorant side of things, I guess you have to look at um, opportunities for continuous education. I think that when you're an employee in a big organisation, you know, that's built into the HR plans for people is this continuous education. Um, you need to do that in small business as well and, you know, of course in marketing but in, in any space and for everyone and, and even if the business owner is really savvy in that way and has built it into their staff members' um, performance plans, they don't think about it for themselves. So that continuous education uh, is really important to make sure that you've got um, you know, your finger on the pulse of all the elements in your business because you need, you need to understand how everything works. Like I said, you don't necessarily have to do it all and, and in fact, business owners, please stop doing that, <laughs> but you need to understand it. <laughs> mm. um, and, and you might want to find a mentor, um, you know, someone perhaps who has a strong personal brand and, and speak to them and find ways to, um, you know, manage that and, and use their experiences. Um, I'm a big fan of mentors and it doesn't have to be a formalised um, relationship and in fact a lot of my mentor situations, it's actually back and forth. I'm a mentor to them in some areas and they're a mentor to me in other areas and that's a really great way to look at it. And, um, and I guess the other thing is with the time side of things, there's no secret, you just have to set aside the time and whether or not that's each day or each month, you have to set aside that time and you have to stick to it and look, something comes up and you can't, you can't find the time that day, that's, that's okay, but you find another time, another day that's, that's close. So for me, you know, I get up at 5am and I work from 5 to 7 on my business. Mm -hmm. So not for client work, it's on my business and that's just the way that I find the time. I love that. So you actually schedule an appointment with yourself. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it's really easy to get bogged down in, in client and customer work. So for me, it's first thing in the morning, five to seven, and, and then the rest of the day is, can be spent on, on client and customer work. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to look at some of the action steps that you can actually take to implement these and overcome these obstacles. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm your host, Shirley Dalton, and today we've been talking with Holly Martin from Just Holly. Holly is a marketing dynamo and I keep saying that because she's given a heap of tips today about personal branding, telling us about the difference between advertising, marketing and PR for your business and also looking at some of the obstacles that we as business owners will come up against when we're wanting to put our marketing strategies in place. And some of those were ignorance, fear and time. And to address both the time and ignorance, Holly has actually created online workshops where you can actually learn a lot more about marketing. And it's not a huge time investment and it's not a huge financial investment, but Holly is really passionate about educating business owners. And as Holly said in our last segment, it's not about giving you an extra job to do, but you do need to understand what has to happen and then be able to delegate that. So Holly, um, what's the first action step that people can do? What should they do as a result of today? Um, The first thing that I always suggest people do is to put together a marketing plan. And then when I say that, I have to say, okay, calm down, don't get, you know, scared by that because um, for a lot of people, a marketing plan, again, can just seem so overwhelming. Um, But my thoughts about a marketing plan is really just putting down, to start with, 
everything that you're already doing uh, because you'll probably be surprised by what you're, you're already doing. Um, and then looking at those things, and I've been talking about this a lot, uh, and, and looking at how you can leverage each of those things. So what it might be is, um, you know, you're looking at your online space, mm -hmm. so your website, social media, um, you know, what, what your website says, does, how it has its call to actions, um, the social media channels you're using, whether or not you're using them well, which ones you've chosen, if they're the right ones, uh, promotional collateral, so your brochures, your business cards, your letterhead, uh, your, if you've got email marketing, how you're doing that, um, if you're doing it effectively, public relations, advertising, personal branding, there's a heap of things. But that I really think that that can be your first step is just going, okay, what am I already doing? Mm -hmm. And then um, another thing to do is to look at, and again, I spoke about this earlier, um, is a bit of a customer or client analysis. So who is your perfect customer and why are they perfect? your perfect customer? And then going, okay, well, where are they? Where are they found? And that can help you tweak all of those things that you're doing because if you're spending you know, a lot of time on LinkedIn but that's not where your perfect customer is, well, then why are you doing it? If they're mm -hmm. all hanging out on Instagram, well, that's where you should be. Uh, so that customer analysis really helps you clarify that as well. Another thing you can do is some competitor analysis. So looking at what they're doing. Are they doing it better? Are they doing it worse and why? Uh, my big thing though is not to get too bogged down in that. It can be like going down the rabbit hole uh, when you're looking at what your competitors are doing. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's really just, again, get rid of that ignorance and be aware of what they're doing. Uh, and then as part of that, obviously, you want to be looking uh, in your marketing plan at your brand. So I've been banging on about brand this whole time. Uh, and it's looking at, um, you know, what do you already have? Is it professional? Is it, is it consistent? And, and how is it implemented? And then making sure that that's um, going to attract the right customer or client. And what are the messages you're putting out there? What are your key messages? What are you saying and what are they hearing? And how do you tie all that back in together? So, look, it sounds a bit overwhelming, this whole concept of the marketing plan, but it's about stepping through all those things and going, okay, where are we at? Where do we want to be? And how are we going to get there? Where are we at? Where do we want to be? And how are we going to get there? I love it. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. So listeners, if you've been tagging along with us throughout the conversation today, there's been a heap of information and lots for you to go back and analyse within your own business, you know, just in, in that last little action step there that Holly has given you, to, having a look at, at what you're already doing, analysing that, having a look at your Competitor, but not too much and then looking at your branding and we've talked about that so Holly I understand you've got a very generous gift for our listeners today which they can access at shirleysradiogifts.com would you like to tell us a little bit about that please yeah thanks Shirley you mentioned earlier that I've got these um, online workshops and I do mm -hmm. and they're for the small business owners um, admin staff who get dumped with the marketing which happens a lot uh, or marketing graduates who have all that um, theoretical knowledge but don't know how to translate it. Mm -hmm. And um, those workshops are actually really cost-effective. They're only $497, but I'd love to give a $200 discount, which wow. means they get the workshop 
for only $297, but they're actually receiving over $3,000 in value. So not a bad deal, if I do say so myself. <laughs> very, very generous. Uh, thank you so much for that. So, And we've been talking today about education and about understanding that. So you can access that at shirleysradiogifts.com. Well, we, I just want to recap and just thank you so much because we've looked at so much today. We've looked at the difference between advertising, uh, marketing, and as you say, marketing is really the umbrella. We've looked at public relations. We've looked at personal branding, and we went right into that. There were five tips there for personal branding. Then we looked at the obstacles that would um, prevent people from doing that and a big one was ignorance and fear and time and I love that you make a, an appointment with yourself every morning from five till seven to work on your business so you actually do make an appointment with yourself and then of course we looked at developing a marketing plan and not to be overwhelmed but where are you at, where do you want to be and how do you get there. So is there any last comment that you wanted to make there Holly? Oh, look, I think it's just, I sometimes worry that I overwhelm people with too much information <laughs> and I think it's just about taking that first step. Uh, you don't have to do everything today, but you do have to start today um, and you do have to start making your way through all these things because it's always going to be a positive uh, outcome for your business if you do do it. Oh, I love that. I love it. Holly, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you today and I'm sure our listeners appreciate you sharing so much with them today. You're certainly a gifted teacher and we're very fortunate to have you on our show. That's all we have time for today. I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. You've been listening to Reclaim Your Freedom where we've been talking with marketing dynamo, Holly Martin, whose mission is to help you take control of your marketing. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next week. I encourage you to take a look at your business and your personal branding and may you continue to create your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend and we'll see you here for the next show. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.